the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In Luke chapter 5, we learn valuable lessons about how having the right resources and the right relationships will help you achieve God's purposes. Jesus told the disciples, he said, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. And then they caught so many fish that their nets actually began to break. And then the Bible says they had to signal to their partners for help. Three things are important here. Number one, if the disciples didn't have a boat, they would not have been able to experience this tremendous boatload. God works with what you have to get you what you need. You'll be surprised by the resources that are right under your nose. Number two, the disciples used a net. We need to use the right tools for the right jobs. If they insisted on using fishing poles, they would have missed what Jesus had for them. So be flexible. Number three, Peter asked for help when it became too much. The reason it gets so lonely at the top is often because we go there alone. So make sure you're bringing someone else along with you. For more, go to gracechurchva.org. And as always, live big. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the word overflow. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. Welcome to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. Senior Pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Visit gracechurchva.org for this message and to find out more about how you can grow in Christ. We serve a big God, and we believe that His Word calls for us to live big. So our prayer is that this broadcast empowers you to live a life so big that it blesses everyone and everything around you. Let's get into the teaching. Back to Luke 10 and 39. And Martha had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. You see, God's word was a top priority for Mary. You see, the real issue is seldom whether or not we have enough time. It's really about making time. You see, if God's word is a priority, you will make a way. If it's not, though, you're going to find an excuse. That's just the way people are. It's just the way it is. But Martha was distracted. But Martha was preoccupied. Martha was sidetracked with much. Nothing wrong with serving, but here's the problem. Mega or much serving. Getting things done is important. But how many of y'all know we can do too much? Yeah, yeah, look at your name and say, sometimes you just do too much. Sometimes you just do too much. (laughs) Martha was standing in the kitchen with the weight of the world on her shoulders. 
But the one who actually upholds the universe on his shoulder was sitting in her living room and she was too distracted with busyness to hear. I think I'm about to cut you a little bit, but I'm going to close you up before we leave. I'm on the table too, though. Again, Martha was distracted. And when you don't keep the main thing the main thing, you end up in trouble. Martha was distracted with much serving. But before you get too down on Martha, and it's it's easy to pick apart some of these people in the Bible because they ain't standing in the room to look you in the eye and say, you better you don't think about yourself. But, But, you know, it's so easy to start picking on people. But before you get down on her, keep in mind that Martha had Jesus in her house. Everybody didn't have Jesus in their house. And the Marthas of this world may not always get it right, but they are the ones Jesus will visit the most. Pay attention to what I'm saying this morning. Everybody criticizing Martha, but Jesus ain't nowhere in your life, in your house, in any of your stuff. The problem wasn't Martha served, it was that she served too much. And Jesus is trying to say, you ain't need all that, Martha. And he's trying to say to you, you don't need all that. I'm getting ahead of myself. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone. Now, part of Martha's problem was she had an inflated view of her, her own ability and her personal responsibilities. But I heard a cowboy once say, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. But Martha here ignored the testimony of her own heart, the testimony of, 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 of what was happening in her due to distraction. And what she did is she kind of shifted blame and she started blaming Jesus, started blaming God and her sister. So he said, she said to Jesus, said, therefore, tell her to help me. Come on, God. What's happening here? This is not fair. Why is everyone else living their best life and I'm in this kitchen slaving? I'm left doing all the work. I'm the one worried and anxious and upset and she's just sitting there at your feet enjoying herself. Do something, God. This is not right. All the Marthas in the room understand what I'm, I'm saying here. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. You know, I love you, girl. But you know you got a problem, Martha. I'm about to help you. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Pay attention. Sometimes 
the stress we feel has nothing to do with the demands God has placed on us, but all the extra stuff we've added. You can't say amen and say, ouch. Love, we can work as hard as we want, but there are some issues and some things in life only a word from God can solve. And Mary understood this. He said, Mary, you ain't just worried about all this stuff. You want all, you, you want the, the, the dessert, you, you got all these special napkins, you got all these special forks, you, you got, got all these special, you got candles all over and special rugs laid out. And, and Jesus is thinking, was all this really about me or the neighbors down the street that are in here? Today, he said, Mary, you're troubled and worried about so much. But let me simplify things for you. One thing, just one thing, Mary, Martha, is needed. I mean, just one course would have been enough. I didn't need that extra fork. I, I, I didn't need that extra piece of cake. I really didn't need that extra piece of cake. And what he was saying to us is sometimes God's not asking for all that extra. Sometimes we give all that extra really because we're insecure. Because somehow we're trying to measure up. And we can't just be, we got to earn a right to, to be in the, the room. When I read these Verses, I felt like the Lord was speaking to me. Stop trying so hard, boy, to get everything perfect. And overlooking the fact that I'd be just satisfied with you being present. And sometimes God don't want you to get everything perfect, but would you just be fully present in the presence of the Lord? I'll get a couple amens and shouts today. He said, the, the, the issue, Martha, is not with everything going on in your life. It's not about all the demands and responsibilities. It's about your choices, baby. He says, it's about your choices, Martha. He said, Mary, the one you're mad at, she made a choice. She made a choice you didn't make. You were concerned about your neighbors and what everyone in the room would think. But she was concerned with hearing. Mary has chosen, watch this, that good part. People say if we had better resources, if we had better preaching and better argument, maybe better facilities, you know, we'd reach this world. But what Jesus is saying here, we would just make better choices. Pay attention. If we would just make better choices with our time, the world will be one. Mary has chosen that good. Mm -mm, Better than food. You hear it? 
good. And I could imagine Jesus putting an mm, mm, mm in there. See, you want me to get an mm, mm, mm from what I eat. But we don't live by bread alone. Mary has chosen that mm, mm, good part. You see, Mary understood some things. And Mary was like, Martha, you can play perfect patty if you want to. But I know where my help comes from. Stop getting distracted by things that have nothing to do with your goals. All six of you give me amen, but I, I'm pulling it out of you. I'm pulling it out of you. You will never get to your destination throwing stones at every dog that barks. You'll never get to do big things distracted by the small things. If you are hunting lions, stop getting distracted by the rabbits. I mean, we're we're, we're pursuing God, but then we got this little rabbit over here. I don't like you. You never going to be nothing. You you ain't never going to make it. Who you think you is. You need to learn, silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. I ain't got no time for you. I ain't got no time for that. I ain't got no time. I'm hunting rat. I got a purpose and I'm going somewhere. I ain't got time for all that nonsense. I ain't got time for all that distraction. You, 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 I, I'm going after something bigger and, and, and greater in my life. But, but we, you know. And then we start hopping after the rabbits. Throw down our gun and everything. Distracted on the way to grandma's house. I am finished almost as quickly as I began. We're going to wrap up here. Every narrative in the Bible has great significance and importance. It's a very, very short story, but it contains a whole lot of truth. He said, Mary, Martha, forgive me. One thing is needed. And Mary has made that choice. She has chosen that good part, that good part. And watch this. She's not going to be distracted by her rabbit of a sister. I should have titled this Rabbits, right? I didn't know it was going to come out like this. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part and it will not don't mess with her don't touch that she, she, she's doing what she ought to be doing in fact you ought to be doing what she's doing and it will not I'm not going to let any silly rabbit get between me and my kids and what you need to do is look at certain things in your life say rabbit 
certain phone calls, rabbit. Certain texts and emails, rabbit. They say, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. And Martha, one thing, just one thing, baby, just one thing. You don't need to do all that. You don't need to try that hard. Just one thing is needed. And the sister you criticize is actually the one who made the right choices. Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken from her. Jesus protected and honored Mary's decision to get what God has for you. You're going to have to be bold, sometimes even italic, but never regular. And Mary was willing to be bold. Willing to stand out and be different. Willing maybe even to be criticized by the men in the room. Aren't you supposed to be there in the kitchen with the women? But Mary knew where her help came from. She knew where her strength lied. What I've learned in in my little short life of 40 plus years. Makes me feel good when I say it that way. When God is your priority, just everything else falls in place. I mean, when you put hearing him first, I'm not talking about religion. Hearing God's word first. I'm not talking about just hearing with the ears on your head. I'm talking about hearing in your heart. Remember, my wife and I will have conversations. I don't always hear it with my my heart. She gets mad at me when I don't. I hear it with my ears. And I get logical. And she looks at me like, what's wrong with you? Because she's trying to connect and I'm trying to think. And sometimes that's the way, that's all we do with God is he's, he's like a, a puzzle piece and, and we're trying to logically figure things instead of connect. We're we trying to get our next formula for success instead of connecting with the one who's really what success is all about. He is success. One of the biggest spiritual battles you will face in life when you get serious about God. Not be sex, drugs, alcohol, money, and all that. It's going to be keeping the main thing the main thing. The biggest challenge is going to be keeping your priorities in line. Because the devil knows if he can get that out of order, he got you. My strength is in him. My strength comes from the light. That's not a cliche. That's not just a scripture or a thing we preach. My strength comes from God. And if I tap into my strength, you hear what I'm saying? Nothing will be impossible 
to him who believes. I know we all have issues and challenges we're facing. Problems in our lives. And I know you would like for me to preach a word to just fix it all. But instead, I'm going to give you a principle. When you put God first, everything else just falls into place. But loved one, you have to make that choice. Mary and Martha went to the same church. They were in the same church meeting. And only one of them benefited. Because one got busy. The other one, heart was open to receive. So today, your problem may not be your problem. What you think is your problem may not be your problem. And you try to fix that problem with all your heart and all your mind. And you're frustrated because that's not really your problem. Seek first the kingdom. And all these other things shall be added. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul. And strength. the greatest commandment, the next is love your brother as yourself. But when you seek him with your whole heart, you will find him. When you prioritize him, say, I don't care what my wife says. Father, I'm not even coming to you about my marriage right now. I'm coming to you about you and me. I'm not coming to you about my money. I'm not coming to you about my children. I'm not coming to you about my job. I'm coming to you about you and me, God. God, if we get this right, everything else is going to line up, God. So, Father, I'm sorry for putting what people said first. I'm sorry for, 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 for putting things that happened in my life first. I use them as excuses. But really, because I prioritized what people said and did over you, I, I left you for them. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been wrong. And I put you first. The only way to worship a God who has always been, a God who is the first being of all eternity, is to put him first. To put him second is an insult. It's actually saying you're not God. Now we're second. Creation came after. The first being God. In the beginning, God. And because he was first and only, the only way to worship him is through firstness. So when I wake up in the morning, thank you, Jesus. First breath, you hear what I'm saying? Out my mouth. First thought in my mind. First check I write. Hear what I'm saying. First day of the week or every Sunday. I put him first. Right now, every head bowed, every eye closed. Jesus is saying, come back to me. Come back to me. Come back. Come, 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 come. I know I'm on the list somewhere. And you don't know why it's working because you say I'm in your life. The problem is I'm just, I'm like number seven. I'm number six. God said, if you put me first, 
you'll be able to cast all that care on me and I'll, I'll take care of it. But you're going to have to honor me like God and put me first in your heart, your mind, your actions, your deeds. If there's anyone in this room, you feel God calling you back to himself. I want you to lift your hand right now in this room. If there's any in this room, every head bowed, every eye closed, calling you back right now. Lift that hand, lift that hand, lift that hand. Those of you live streaming, the Lord is calling you back. Just lift that hand as an act of faith. And say, Lord, I surrender. And then after you lift up that one hand, then lift up that other hand. Say, Lord, I give it all. I'm not fighting anymore. I surrender it all, Lord. I will put you first. This has been Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. Access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. We also invite you to join the Grace Church family for worship online every Sunday and Wednesday on social media at gracechurchva or on our website at gracechurchva.org. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, live big. How often do you praise God? Only when something special happens, when you go to church or hear a certain song? The Bible teaches we should praise God at all times. Psalms 113 verse 3 says, From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Maybe I'm not as contemporary as you are, but I've learned to praise God in all situations, in victory and defeat, when I'm in need or experiencing plenty, when I'm happy and when I'm sad. Praise may not immediately change every situation, but it will change my perspective until God does. Try this. The next time you're discouraged, start praising God. When you feel overwhelmed, start praising God. When your relationships are in trouble, start praising God. I know it gets hard sometimes, but I want you to take the next 24 hours to praise the Lord at every opportunity and watch how quickly everything inside you shifts. For more, go to gracechurchva.org. That's gracechurchva.org. And as always, live big.